Welcome to the Parenting with Impact podcast with your hosts, Elaine Taylor-Klaus and Diane Dempster, co-creators of ImpactParents.com, an online community, award-winning blog, and service organization, helping parents all over the world to raise complex kids become capable, independent adults. Elaine and Diane are certified coaches with personal experience raising children with challenges such as ADHD, anxiety, and more, and extensive experience in guiding parents to raise their complex kids with confidence and calm. On the podcast, Elaine and Diane interview experts, bringing you cutting-edge information about your child's challenges, teach you real-life strategies to create lasting change, and demonstrate how coaching can guide you to parent your complex kids one conversation at a time. For the essentials of Elaine and Diane's coach approach to parenting, download a free tip sheet at impactparents.com slash podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Parenting with Impact. I'm Elaine Taylor-Klaus. And I'm Diane Dempster. And we're here together today to talk to you about a fun time of year. We're recording this in the middle of back to school time 2021. And so those of you who are listening to this later, remember... Remember when we thought last year was a year like no other, and now we have another, yet another year like, year no, like other. no other? <laughs> I feel like I'm going to jinx it if I like say you know, anything. <laughs> so we want, what we're doing in these episodes where we're going to chat with each other is to really talk about themes that we see that emerge in our work as coaches and parent educators. And clearly back to school is a time where things come up and this year is different from other years. So what we thought we'd do today is tell you a little bit about how we do events at Impact Parents and and plan for these kinds of things and then some of the topics that that we're anticipating being hot topics this year. Where do you want to go with that, Di? Well, no, I think let's talk about back to school time because I think that that's the big thing for everybody. And I, I remember like one of the first years, we've been doing this for 10 years, and one of the first years I wrote a blog that was called Why I Love Back to School. Right. And I remember great. thinking you were crazy. <laughs> I, I like, I've always loved back to school because it was like this fresh, it. <laughs> fresh start. I got to talk to my kids and re-kick it off and figure out, okay, so in fifth grade, what's going to be different for fifth grade than fourth grade or whatever it was. It was like this sort of, okay, let's, I, I love resets. My brain likes that sort of, okay, start over. And back to school time has always been for that for me. But I think a lot of times right now, we feel like we're kind of on this treadmill of like the, the hamster wheel. Here we go again. And it's well, not- we've been going back to school every other week or every other month for the last year and a half. Well, and some of you have been back in school. Some of you have not been back in school. Some of you may still not be back in school or you may be back out of school. I mean, it's just sort of we've been doing this thing where everything is different and we're trying to make it consistent and helpful for our kids. What? Well, I was just, I just want to stick with where you were a second ago, because you were saying like, you love back to school season, Mm -hmm. right? And I want to say very clearly, I always hated back to school season. Okay. So I want to speak to the parents who are like, oh man, we have to get back into that routine. We have to start waking up early, which I'm not an early morning person. And I don't know whether this is your not having ADD and me having ADD or what it is, but, but, you know, for me, I saw back to school as an end of my freedom as a parent, Oh, and um, I was the opposite because my kids right. went back to school and I was like, woohoo, I'm free again. They're out of my hair. Summer, I could do what I want. And in the school year, I had to follow somebody else's routines and, mm-hmm. and 
rigid protocols, which I always hated. So wherever you are, and, and as I say, in the last year and a half, we've all been going in and out of school so much, and sometimes they're home and sometimes not, that there's a lot of confusion. And what we've seen, and we'll talk about this in a few minutes, is you know we're dealing with very different issues this year in particular because we've got a lot of kids who've had a lot of school refusal, who've gotten used to being at home and are now going to go back into a classroom. So there's a lot of different challenges this year, even from, from typical years. And, well, and some of you, I was going to say, some of you are like, your kids are really excited to go back to school because they were really struggling in online learning. And some of you had kids that completely shut down and just stopped doing online learning. And so you're excited to get them back to school, to hopefully get them in a situation where they're engaged, right? Or you're scared because they didn't do well last year. And so are they going to be a year, a year and a half behind? And how are they going to do keeping up? And and I guess I want to promise you that everybody's doing with that. But Can I just speak to that for just a second? Like, here's the author's message. Everyone, everyone is going to be, quote, behind or not behind or ahead in some areas and behind in others. There is not a single kid on the planet who's going back where they would have been otherwise without the pandemic. So just, you know, set some realistic expectations. Really, for really. Well, and I think about this, we were talking in a group the other day about um, summer reading, right? It's just sort of, and I remember the way I was with summer reading. It was so stressful because my kids so didn't want to do it until like the last week before school. And and it was always this sort of fear of mine that, oh my gosh, if they don't do all their summer homework, they're going to end up behind all their peers and they're going to have to get caught up and it's going to be so much harder. And this was just like for summer. And, and you know, when I talked to my teacher friends, they're like, everybody's, yeah. everybody's you know, in a different week. place, you know, so give yourself permission to trust that wherever your kid is right now, it's, does this sound trite? It's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No, no question that wherever they are is right where they're supposed to be. And our goal is to meet them where they are and, and help them move forward from there, wherever that is. And, and so try to let go of that stress of I should have, could have, because here's where you are. And if we can relieve that, let go of that should, it'll really lighten the load for the whole family. Well, and it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not going to be challenges and struggles because we know that there is. And I believe there's always going to be challenges and struggles and it's about resilience and creativity and not about avoiding struggle. What were you going to say? Well, so before, so I want to talk just really quickly, if I can, Diane, if we can about, so every year, at least a couple of times a year, we do a major event and we actually do a lot more than just those two, but those are probably two big events, one in the back to school time and one in kind of January, February. And I I thought it'd be interesting for you to hear our process a little bit, because what we do to prepare for these events, we have one coming out this year called School Success 2021, right? Which is for those of you listening to this beforehand on August 28th, and we hope you'll join Join us. Join us on August 26th. August 26th. Thank you. And, And if you're listening to this afterwards, keep your eyes open for our next live event. But what we do when these are happening is we sit down first and we anticipate. We talk about what we've been hearing from our clients, about what we've been hearing from our colleagues, and we start to anticipate what are the issues that are coming up now. And then we plan an event every year, twice a year, based on what's going on right now with parents. So we're not giving, we try very hard not to give the same thing again and again and again. I know a lot of educators do that, but we're constantly changing it to meet exactly what's going on in the world in that moment. Well, and here's the thing that's cool about it, right? Because Elaine just said, we don't talk about the same challenges because they're always changing. And the thing that we do is we pull the strategies and the tools and the tips out of Sanity School, which is our core program, because 
the tools and the strategies and the tips are the same regardless of what the challenge area is. And I know that's hard to believe, but that's one of the things that I love about our work is this sort of, it's not a a maze. It's a really simple process to say, okay, what tool do I want to pull up? What strategy do I want to pull up? Here's the model, what what I'm going to do, right? So your challenges are different all the time. And your challenges this year are different all the time. And your challenge with one kid might be different than your other kid or the challenge that you had with this kid last fall is different than the challenge you have this year. And the way you look at it, the way you approach it can be the same. And you just figure out which tool to apply to the situation. Right. So listen, I want to give you a little heads up for those who are going to make the webinar on the 26th. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, some of the topics that we've identified for this year, here are the challenge areas we can anticipate families dealing with that we know we're going to hear a lot about in the coming months. And then let's just talk about it a little bit, Diane. Is that good? Yeah. So the first one, you know, most of you have heard that kids with complex issues like ADHD, executive function challenges, anxiety, et cetera, our kids tend to have trouble with transitions. They have trouble stopping one thing, starting another, finishing something, beginning another. When things don't go as they plan, that can throw our kids off base. We call it trouble with transitions. Well, and that's the thing with a lot of our school situations now. I remember this, you know, it's like block learning. If your kids don't know where they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to be doing, and a lot of you are going to have kids that you know, are maybe not going to school every single day or going a few days a week or whatever it is. And so your transitions are going to be very different. And you've got this big transition from maybe not being in school to being back in the classroom. And so you're really helping your child and yourself navigate this complex move from into the fall, which we do every year, but into a very different environment than I think many of us have ever been in before. Well, and I think we often don't realize what what qualifies as transitions, right? So oftentimes, you know, we think about mornings as a challenge area in, in families. Morning is a transition time. We think about homework as challenge areas. Bedtime as a challenge area, right? Those are all transition, getting off technology. Yeah. Those are all transition times. And our kids typically struggle with them anyway. And then we've added all of these other transitions on top of the daily transitions. It, cre- it can create a lot of stress for our kids. Well, and this, this just saying, we talk about this a lot in sanity school, but the transition, disappointment, if a kid thinks one thing is going to happen and then all of a sudden they're surprised. And it's like, oh, wait, no, you have to be at school today. Or I thought I was going to be able to do this, but I got to do my homework. Disappointment is a transition. And so we're helping our kids navigate that because our kids don't know what to expect the same way that they used to, because we're a little bit out of our routine. Yeah. So one of the things we can anticipate this year is to really pay attention to transitions, be aware that transitions are hard for our kids. And and again, in, in the webinar, School Success 2021, we will give you some very clear strategies strategies for how to navigate this. And we'll talk a little bit in a little while about a few of those, but that's one place where we can anticipate some, some significant challenges this year. So the second place is about anxiety and avoidance. And I think we alluded to this a few minutes ago, but some of these kids are really anxious about being back in school. A lot of the, I mean, a lot of, of you as parents are anxious about having your kids back in school. A lot of us who are educators are anxious about being in the same classroom with kids and, and and having to navigate some potentially difficult situations. And so there's this air of kind of anxious and, and maybe even when we get anxious, we avoid 
or we, if we get anxious, maybe we get real controlly. I get controlly when I get anxious. I'm like, I got to take care of everything. I do. <laughs> I do that. But it's like, so some of us coping mechanisms, know what your coping mechanisms is. If you're anxious, which we all are likely to be, you're either going to go into control mode or your kid might go into avoidance mode. And that's probably a lot of what we see is these kids are having a hard time. Well, and I think we've seen disproportionate amount of school avoidance in the last year and a half. And I think, I mean, it's always been there, but we're now having parents of six and eight and 10 year old kids coming and say, my kid won't go to school. I can't get them out the door. I can't. And that's hard as a parent to deal with because like the number one directive for us as parents is send our kids to school. We know we're supposed to send our kids to school. So if they're saying no, like, well, what do we do? How do you, yeah. how do you get your kid to go to school? And or it if creates you're struggling, the best it's environment a- for everybody, right? Yeah. Not just them, but for you. Yeah. And there's some level of anxiety and avoidance for you too. So keep a check on that and figuring out what you're doing to keep yourself calm. I mean, that's always the job number one is keep yourself calm so that you can then help your kids stay calm, notice when they're upset, notice when they're avoiding, and help them re engage instead of what we normally do is like, we get mad at our kids and we get frustrated that they're avoiding. And then we try to make them do their work and then they get even more frustrated and it ends up in a hot mess. Right. Just escalates all the stress. Right. So, so one of the things, another topic we, we anticipate people dealing with this fall and and sometimes it helps to just know this is coming, right? Right. People are good. Our kids are going to be anxious and we're going to be anxious. Our kids are therefore likely to avoid. And so might we. So let's anticipate that, know that, call it what it is. And again, we'll give you some strategies for managing it. Yeah. And then (laughs) go go ahead. ahead. (laughs) The third one, y'all, this is the kicker, right? Is somehow we all need to figure out how to get our own work done in the midst of all of this, right? Well, and I think it's interesting because companies are now talking about, you know, some people are going to be remote employees forever now. I mean, we've kind of gotten used to it. Other people are trying to come back. They're trying to come back part time. And again, this is sort of navigating the change of your work situation with your life situation. You're now maybe going to have to be doing with carpool and with getting to the office and you haven't had to do that in the same way, or maybe you have, but it's, you know, we're not just navigating back to school, but we're navigating back to a different energy and pattern of life, I guess is what I would say. And part of that is about you and how you're navigating it. Yeah. I was just thinking, I've got a, a really, really good friend who's the CEO of a, of a large, large enough company. She's got like two, 3000 employees and having conversations with her about making the decision about when they come back and how democratic to be and when people come back into the office and who wants to come back and who doesn't. This is, we're going to be in transition around this for several years is my anticipation. And so getting clear on what works for us as, as parents and how to make our life balance work is part of taking care of our kids. And sometimes we can't, you know, the decisions are made for us and we have to figure out how to navigate it. But at least thinking about it and anticipating it is really key. Well, and what's coming up for me as you're saying that is like, is advocate, that word advocating, right? It's just sort of, we as parents don't always recognize that it's our role to advocate for our kids, whether it's about their schoolwork or about their school environment in the middle of a pandemic that role of advocating. And I think that the piece we lose track of is that we've got to be responsible for advocating for ourselves as well. I mean, I think employers want to be as accommodating as they can be. And if you don't have a concrete way of communicating to them what you really need and have those conversations, 
your employer is never going to know. And, and I think that that's the piece of it is to take that time and to understand what is it that you need so that you can be there for your kids or so that you can be there to support your kids. And that there's conversations that we're having with our co-parents, with our kids, with our employers that we've really never had to have before. Yeah. And it ties back into that challenge area of transitions because it's not just transitions for them, it's transitions for us, right? So those are those are the three key themes we're anticipating are going to show up a lot in our community this fall. And we have some great ideas and strategies about how to address them. We're going to talk probably, we're not going to give it all away yet because we have to land it with each other for sure, but we're going to talk about resilience and we're going to talk about flexible structure and flexibility is going to become where, you know, we, we all hear we need structure for our kids. Our kids need structure. And that's really true. And in, in the world of complex kids, what we've learned is that our kids need flexibility within structure. And so we're, we're really going to explain that to you and help you understand how to create that in your family. Well, and then um, the other two things we know that we need as parents all the time, we talk about all the time is taking the marathon view and knowing that even though this is a school year and your kid is in grade, whatever it is they they are this year, that we're really looking at long-term helping these kids to develop independence skills and to become successful adults and happy adults, which is ultimately what we want. And so marathon view. And then the last thing is about self-care and about watching and taking care of ourselves in the midst of this, because if we're empty and and our fountain, our, our, our cup's not full, our ability to support our kids is going to be completely different than if we've got the energy to to take that marathon view when we're not exhausted and stretched thin and frustrated. We know that nobody wants to talk about self-care because we all think it's a luxury. And and on some level, we all know it's not a luxury. And so, you know, we're going to talk about that in the context of the whole thing. We we need to come up with a new word for it because we were just talking to somebody about this today. It's like this sort of, we're not talking about going to the gym. We're not talking about bubble baths. That's not what this is about. It's about really recognizing what you, your body, your brain, your mind, your heart needs to refuel so that. So that you can parent from inspiration instead of desperation, right? right? So that you can stay calm and inspired and positive as a parent and set the tone for your home and model for your kids, what it means to manage yourselves and to really manage the anxiety and the transitions and all of these other things that we've been talking about. Well, and the reason that's so important that when we parent from desperation, and even if you don't think you're in a place of desperation, if you're frustrated all the time, or you're angry with your kids, or you're overwhelmed, your brain's going to just naturally go to this, oh my gosh, this is terrible. I've got to fix this. This is, I got to fix it right yeah. now. There's, there's this part of you that's kind of got that desperate sort of something's wrong in the world. And if you can get to, okay, wait, I've got this, or it's okay, or it's going to be okay, or whatever kind of the mindset shift is that you need. And, we, and we're working on this a lot in this podcast and all of our programs. And that's really what we're all about is that mindset shift. You can get yeah. to that place where you're inspired to say, okay, wait, I can do this. We can do this. We can do hard things, whatever it is that you need to say, right? So Diane, we need to wrap this conversation, believe it or not. So here's what I, I hope that you glean from today. Um, a little bit about how we work at Impact Parents, right? We look for the themes of the challenges that our families are facing, and then we go to our toolbox and we pull out the tools that we think will best suit 
best help parents meet the needs of the challenges they're facing. That in a nutshell, that's what we do at Impact Parents. And so that's what we're doing once again this year with School Success 2021. We do hope you'll join us for that webinar if you're hearing this in advance. And if not, you know, look, keep your eyes open for our next live event because we do them regularly and we're always always looking at what are the themes that are happening that are facing our families and how can we support families in addressing them. Anything else you want to add? No, thanks for what you're doing for kids and thanks for being here with us. What you do makes a difference, y'all. Talk to you soon. Hi, everybody. Once again, back to school in another year of we don't know what to expect, except We do, because we know our kids with complex issues are going to struggle with transitions and anxiety and avoidance, and that we're going to be dealing with life-work balance. So join us for our annual free webinar, School Success 2021, where we'll offer inspiration, positivity, and strategies specific to school this year. You can register at impactparents.com slash school 202021. Join us for mystery gifts, and we'll see you soon. You've been listening to the Parenting with Impact podcast with Elaine and Diane. For more information on the Impact Parents community or to join Sanity School for Parents, please visit impactparents.com. If you like what you've heard, please share this podcast with friends who need similar guidance and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.